1: Do you know the biblical meaning of Ash Wednesday? Ash Wednesday, officially known as the Day of Ashes, is a day of repentance when Christians confess their sins and profess their devotion to God. The ashes symbolize both death and repentance. During this period, Christians show repentance and mournings for their sins because they believe, we believe, Christ died for us. Why do I share that with you today? Because if you have patients who come in with the cross on their forehead and you don't know that, you're going to probably wonder. But when you have a bunch of patients come in, you're probably gonna ask. And next thing you know, you're gonna get off task. And next thing you know, you're discussing things that won't allow you to do four things. Serve more people. Work less hours, make more money, and have more fun. It's so, so, so important to know what the day is because it's a traditional day for Christians. But it's also important to remember, no matter what the day is, the patient in front of us is the most important thing. And that patient in front of us receiving specific corrective care is phenomenal. But that's only part of what you do. The other part of what you do is you serve that patient by serving the people they know, the people they work with, the people they love, the people they care about. You see, it's so important, it's so, so, so important to always stay on task. And even the idea of creating a tradition of excellence. Today's Ash Wednesday, what if today was your day to create a tradition of excellence, see? And make sure that tradition is your guide and not your jailer. Make sure that tradition is your guide and not your jailer. Very, very important. We don't want you cutting off the end of the ham. Because we've taken in so many new associate doctors recently, You know, there's a story that goes through our family and that is one day Danielle, my wife, was cooking a ham. And she cut about four inches off the end and left it on the counter and she glazed the ham and put it in the oven. And I thought, why'd you do that? And she said, my mom always did it. And I go, well, why? And my wife goes, I don't know. My mom did it, so I do it. I go, are you serious? And instead of getting into a full blown argument about it, I said, okay. So I called her, mom. I called her and I said, Mimi, do you cut the end of the ham off before you bake it? She says, of course I do. I go, how come? She goes, I don't know. What did Danielle say? I said, She said she did it because you did it. Mimi said, well, I did it because Nana did it. I said, oh my gosh, you two are amazing. And I called Nana and I said, Nana, this is John, Danielle's husband. Yeah, what's going on? Well, Danielle was cooking a ham today and she cut the end off and left it on the counter. And I called Mimi and Mimi said she cuts the end off. And they both said they do it because you do it. She said, I don't cut the end of the ham off. Then she said, oh my gosh, 40 years ago, I cut the end of the ham off because it wouldn't fit in the oven. And I could only laugh. And the joy that goes through my heart when I hear my wife laugh just kept going. But make sure tradition is a guide, not a jailer. You still have to have common sense. You still have to understand that as a doctor and as a CA as well, but as a doctor, People expect things from you, and that's why you can charge so much for what you do. They expect you to be wiser than them. They expect you to dress better than them. They expect you to talk better than them. They expect you to handle finances and relationships better than them, and they expect you to drive a better car and live in a better neighborhood. That's what the public expects. Very few people who have the title doctor who live in working class $40,000 or under neighborhoods get any referrals from their neighborhood because nobody wants to go to that representation of a doctor. So tradition's important. So today's Ash Wednesday, you don't have to discuss Ash Wednesday, but now at least you know what it is. You can also respect your patients who respect the tradition, you know? And another thing we can share about tradition is, oftentimes traditions become our security. But remember this, when the mind is secure, it is in decay, because if you're not growing, you're shrinking. We gotta remember that, we gotta remember that. So if we were to make tradition and excellence, excellence a tradition today, What would we have to know about excellence? Well, one is, excellence is not a skill. It's an attitude. It really is. Excellence is an attitude. The other day I was riding in the cart and it looked like uh, a water uh, bottle, you know, the plastic water bottles was on the fairway. And I went over and picked it up and put it in the back of my cart and drove on and followed my ball and played the game. And when I got to the green, the guy I was golfing with said, That wasn't your water bottle, was it? I go, no, it just must have blown out of somebody's cart. And he he said, and you just picked it up. I said, yeah. He said, that's excellent. That's refreshing. And I didn't even mention that he drove right by it. But it was, he said, that's excellent. That's refreshing. Think about it. Excellence isn't a skill, it's an attitude. This is my earth. This is your earth. So, of course, we don't litter. But when somebody else litters, somebody else litters, of course we pick it up. About six months ago, Dr. Matthew Rowe was laughing at me a little bit about my green poop bags that I pick up, because now we live in town and when your dog goes potty, you gotta pick it up. And he said, yeah, you need black ones. You'd be a more macho carrying black ones. I said, I'm not looking for black ones. I'm okay with the green ones. And he says, well, you'll know you're really a good guy. You'll know you're really a good guy when not only do you pick up your dog's poop, but you pick up somebody else's poop. And it was crazy. I was thinking about it two days later. I was picking up Teddy's poo poo and 10 feet away there was somebody else's poop. I just picked it up and I just laughed. See what you think about, you talk about, you bring about. Dr. Rowe put that teeny tiny little thought in my mind and there was that moment, very short moment, where I saw that other pile of poo poo, and I said, nothing. I smiled and said, thank you, God, because I know God is always watching. See, excellence is not a skill, folks, it's an attitude. Yes, you have to be excellent at communication. Yes, you have to be excellent at your technique. Yes, you have to be excellent at diagnostics, differential diagnostics and rendering the proper care at the proper time for the proper result. Absolutely. But remember, 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 Excellence is not a skill. It's an attitude. You have to have an attitude of excellence. I hope you always carry an attitude of excellence. I hope you, Share that attitude of excellence with your children, with your spouse, with your patients, with your friends in the world. And then eventually you will become a person of interest because people want to know why you do what you do in a positive way. See, if people aren't curious about you, it's because you're not making enough impact in the world around you. It's really good, it's really good to go back to that quote on perfection and excellence that Vince Lombardi said years ago. Remember, perfection is not obtainable, but if we chase perfection, we sure catch a lot of excellence. Excellence. What if we were to make excellence our tradition? See, think about it, excellence in all you do. Years ago, when I would train my associate doctors, I would tell them about representing not just Baker Family Chiropractic Center, not just chiropractic, but representing excellence. And I would say that means you wash your car in your suit. Now you don't go put your suit on and wash your car, but realize if you're washing your car in your front driveway and your neighbors are watching, are they looking at you going, yes, that's the doctor I wanna go see, or, You got your board shorts on, your music blaring, beer in hand, T-shirt on that maybe says something (laughs) that it wouldn't be on your chest if it was in the office. And then you wonder why your patients, excuse me, you wonder why your neighbors don't become your patients. See, if you wanna represent excellence in all you do, you represent excellence. I played in a golf tournament uh, the other day and it was funny because so many people commented that you know for being a new golfer you're really 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 doing an amazing job you're going to be low 80s high 70s within a year but I got to tell you you and your wife always look like professional golfers people often talk <laughs> at the at the at the luncheons and the dinners about how the bakers are just dressed to the nines. Well, here's a rule. You may not always be the best, but here's two things you can do. You can give it your best and you can look your best. Remember, God's watching, but so are your neighbors and so are all the potential patients. If you roll into a gas station, music blaring, hat on backwards and pass out cards, don't be shocked if nobody shows up at your office. I'm a little fired up today, because before I started making this share with you, I watched, I just punched in YouTube on the TV and chiropractic, and I saw some things that just, I, I just have to tell you, just would be so embarrassing that those are the same people claiming to do what you and I do for a living. Sweatpants doctor with a hoodie on and a patient with a gown on and no other clothes on walking around, checking, uh, uh, gate. um, females with, with very large bosoms and very teeny tiny shirts and teenier shorts getting adjusted. And I didn't see it as an adjustment. It looked like they were getting manipulated and cracked and popped. And it was more sensual than anything. I got to tell you folks, When I think of us, meaning the New Beginnings family, I think of excellence. And I think of us representing excellence. And I think that we must, you know, we must, we must get this in our head. Because if you are going to achieve excellence in big things, you develop the habit in the little things. Excellence is not an exception, excellence is a prevailing attitude. Remember that as long as you live represent excellence. Now, do you have to have a $6,000 custom-made suit to represent excellence? No. For many years I wore JCPenney and Men's Warehouse suits fitted well, you know, well uh, uh, tailored and ironed and appropriately with good shoes. And you don't have to spend $6,000 on a suit to look good, but I'll tell you, the first time you have a custom $6,000 suit made, you'll never go back, ever, 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 go back to a men's warehouse suit. And you might say, why is that? Because once your mind is expanded by a new idea, a better idea, it should never, ever regain its original shape. Think about making excellence your tradition, think about people saying to you in your neighborhood, hey, Dr. So-and-so, good to see you. You know, I saw your kids today, your husband today, and I got to tell you, you guys represent. Those kids always look sharp and they're always polite. You know, your son came up to me, looked me right in the eyes, shook my hand and said, hello, Mr. Wilson. And I said, Dennis, you're a good boy. And, And you know, those are the things that happen. When I hear parents bragging about their children, I think they're missing the point that that's really good to leave it to other people. Sometimes people would get a little riled up when my kids were playing sports because I wouldn't holler and scream when my kids made an excellent play. But I'd holler and scream when their kids made an excellent play. My children always knew that we'd do a game breakdown at the end of the game, and we'd come up with several things they did right and several things they could have done better. I let the cheering of the crowd, the bragging of my children be done by somebody else, because then it means something. It means that they're representing excellence. Are you representing excellence, see? You know, there's a will, the will to win, for example, the desire to succeed, the urge to reach your full potential. These are the keys that will unlock the door to personal excellence. Sometimes I'm a little short with people who say, oh, I got it, I know how to do a console," Because that really indicates that I haven't done a good job in any way, shape or form that a consultation is a live moving target and it evolves and it gets better and better and better. We've spent the last year and a half reviewing all the things that the top 11 offices that have over 85% starts do regularly. And we do that because we want to study excellence to be excellent. And isn't it interesting that the top 11 offices where we got that information from are the ones that go, man, that was really, really good stuff. Well, thank you. It was really, really good stuff. We got it from you sharing with me and me sharing with them. So thank you, thank you, thank you. See, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence is, it's not an act. It's a habit. We are what we repeatedly do. See, if, You go in the office and you carry yourself really well. And then you get out in the road and you drive like a maniac. Road raging, flipping people off, tailgating. And then you go home and and you bark and and and, and, and you don't live that life at home. That's being a hypocrite. See what I love about the idea of creating the best doctor out of us and the best human is As we start to blend the two together, remember as you do one thing is how you do all things. If you say to someone, oh yeah, I know my car's a mess, but boy, my house is clean. I'll bet it's not. Even if you had to say it, it guarantees it's not. And going back to that statement a little earlier, when you say, oh, consults, I got them. Well, here's how you know you got consults. You do them so well that people say, look, don't even do the exam or the x-rays or the report. Here's $10,000, just take care of me. See, you wanna talk about striving for excellence? That would be an excellent consultation because the people aren't buying into the tests and they're not buying into the x-rays even though the x-rays are the main reason that they start care secondary to their connection to you. See, excellence means everything connectivity, connecting, concerned, excellence. I hope that you can meditate on excellence. I hope your new tradition is excellence. I hope that you become more excellent as a human, as a neighbor, as a citizen, as a spouse, as a parent, as a child, as a doctor, and as a CA. And I hope today's share has something to do with that. God bless. Baker out.
0: Thank you for listening to the New Beginnings Podcast. To learn more about New Beginnings and our three levels of coaching, head to our website at chiropracticlifecoaching.com. While you're there, be sure to grab our free PDF titled Directional Communication, where we'll give you simple, step-by-step instructions that you can implement this week in your office to improve your doctor patient communication. So your patients will get the message and gladly pay for care. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Get ready to serve more people, work less hours, make more money, and have more fun.